Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. My name is Rob Hames. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Today we're going to speak about the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. It's called Thy Kingdom Come. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you need before you ask him. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 2. All this week I've been reading this in Daniel chapter 2. It's about the dream, the first dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had about the great image. And the king had a dream, and he called all of his wise men, and none of them could tell him the dream he had. They weren't able, of course. They said so. And they were certainly not able to interpret it. And Daniel was brought in before the king. And the king answered and said to Daniel, verse 26, whose name was Belshazzar, Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation thereof? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What should come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living, but for their sakes that shall make known the interpretation to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet, that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, 
the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them, and the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field, and the fowls of heaven hath he given into thine hands, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. And after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things. And as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, and there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with the miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand for ever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron and the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. This vision was given to King Nebuchadnezzar to show him what would come to pass after him. And as we see, there were four kingdoms. The kingdom of gold, which was Nebuchadnezzar and his kingdom. The kingdom of silver, which was the Persians and the Medes. The kingdom of brass, which was the Greek kingdom, starting with Alexander the Great. And the kingdom of iron, which is definitely the Roman Empire. And the feet, iron and clay. You and I are living in the time of those feet. We are living in what some people call the revived Roman Empire. We are still living in that kingdom. But that kingdom is going to be completely destroyed and all these other kingdoms are going to blow away like the chaff. And the kingdom of God is going to be established. The kingdom of his Christ will be established on the earth. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Let's turn to Luke chapter 1, verse 26. This is when the angel Gabriel came to Mary 
and told her that she was going to give birth to the Messiah. Luke chapter 1 verse 26 And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob for ever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Verse 9, They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. Notice in verse 9, the Lord refers to his holy mountain. And remember, in the vision of Nebuchadnezzar, the stone that was cut out without hands, which smote the image in its feet of iron and clay, and broke the feet, and the image was destroyed. It said in that vision that that stone became a great mountain and filled all the earth. Such is the kingdom of God. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 11. This is when the prophet Nathan was sent to David to speak of him, of his house, and of the days to come. Verse 11. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee a house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom for ever. I will be his father, he shall be my son. If he committeth iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. 
Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Of course, as we look at this in the context of the scripture, we understand that God was talking about David's son Solomon, but clearly he was also talking about David's seed, Jesus Christ, who was yet to come. Because he clearly said, like in verse 13, I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Thank you, Jesus. Atuno ka tiatana, hikonabakoto ne kiana, ota ne kiana, hionasa ota ne, tone. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I am God Almighty, and I have ordained my Son to rule and to reign over the nations. He is your King. Look unto Him. I have established Him as your King. He will return soon. Those of you that are looking to Him, prepare yourselves to meet your King. For I will send him soon, saith the Father, and he will establish his throne in Jerusalem, and he will reign forever. His kingdom shall be established forever, saith the Lord. That was a tongue and interpretation given by the Holy Spirit for your edification and mine. Thank you, Father. We just give you thanks, Father. We praise you. We bless your holy name. May your kingdom come, Father. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the and the power and the glory forever.